again, again, episode 20. That's 10 twice. So much better than 14. Welcome to the Double D Show. Dan and Doug, Double D Podcast. Oh, Dan and Doug, sorry. Uh, I was on the wrong show. That's okay. Titties are good, too. Um, going back to this because, uh, back to the old, old recording method. Yeah. Because, because it picks out all those clips that I used to throw up. Yeah. I just hit it and it magically picks them all out and sends them to me. And all I had to do was load them. Well, that's when I did it the other way. It was like, now I got to go through this. I don't have enough time to do that. every week. I I get that. That's why there hasn't been very many clips. And last episode, it was the YouTube one, right? Yeah. It it looked like it, it looked a little grainy, grainy, and and it, there were grainy. parts where it like stuck cut out. It cut out a bit. Yeah. And it was like I don't know if it was the bad internet or Screw if it was tube. just the processing power wasn't there. I don't know. But hey, you know what? Old school. That's how we roll. That's what we like. That's what we do. We need That's... a producer, Chris. M Emmy. Okay. Emily with two E's can be our producer. Chris can be our be our tech uh, tech expert, cameraman, uh, hype guy, search guy. Somebody has to be okay. So, some we need a Jamie. We've talked about this before, right? The person who like we say something, and all of a sudden the screen lights up, and Joe looks over half high and stone is like, yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about. And then there it is. Kind of produces a, he produces. So that. would that be the producer? I think he's called the producer. I, you know what? I think that they could they could be a, a mom and pop producer team. They could come up here once a week to to help us out. Mom and pop. Mom and pop. Yeah. Dan and Doug. Mom and pop. Double D E C. Didick. Didick. It's been a couple of weeks. It has. Um, One week. No, it's been more than a week. <clears throat> we were supposed to record. We. We didn't record the one Monday, and we recorded the Friday instead, I feel like. Did we do that? No. No. No? And then we didn't record last Monday, because that was Christmas. Was that Christmas or New Year's? Last week? No, no. The, the Monday before that was, like, Christmas or oh. New Year's. Um, I don't know. I feel like we were supposed to record, and it was a holiday, so we're like, well, no, no, we'll we do did, it. we did. We recorded one right before. Prior to Christmas, and I right. was released on the 24th, which was the 25th on the Monday. Right. We were supposed to record on then we Monday. A, then we recorded again. With Emily was here. Chris was sitting over there. Remember? Barely. Chris was like halfway, <laughs> one was, foot in the grave over there. Yeah. We, we were having, we were doing our podcast, and Denise and him were having a big conversation. Yeah, I remember that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't remember which, which day it was. I just know that we... That was the last one, I think. Yeah. So it's been a couple of weeks because... No. And then we did the live YouTube one. I thought, oh yeah, that's right. And we were talking. We really missed last week because I was because I was yeah that I had cold. You, you know what? I, I got a lot of emails from a lot of people uh, that were pretty upset that uh, we we didn't have an episode for them on Monday. Like um, who? Uh, myself. Well, twelve of them. You, Emily, Chris, Nat, and Denise. Twelve um, people listened to our last one. Really? Yeah. 12. 12. I wonder who yeah. they are. Normally it's eight. <laughs> I wonder who Hey, if are. you're listening to our podcast, just <laughs> drop us an email, please, and just say, hey, I'm listening to it. It's hey, me. And you can contact us directly at double D segments at gmail.com. Is that the email? 
Let me find out for notes. you. So you can get a hold of Mr. Vane. That's what I put my name as. Yes. Mr. Last Name Vane. So yeah, Double D Segments. D-O-U-B-L-E-D-S-E-G-M-E-N-T-S at Gmail. And you can get a hold of me or Doug, because I can always forward emails to Doug. We know how to do that. We or, do you, it or, you could, or you could drop a comment on one of our social media pages. That's probably of, way easier. I threw up a, uh, a, a fishbowl question the other day. Oh, yeah? Would you rather... What the hell was it? I'll have to look it up on uh, on Facebook. Oh, shit. There were some good ones. got a few uh, responses. Did you? Oh, I just got a message from you. Did you? Yeah. Something. Uh, what, what do we got here? Um, a U, some weird symbol, and then a clock. U knock. Uh, is that like a punch knocked out symbol? What? Well, I don't know what that is. I don't know. You sent it. <laughs> What would you ask me? I said, do we, do we need anything for the recording? And you said you. Yeah. Punch, punch, like you. like stars and spinners and then an alarm clock. <clears throat> You're like one of these kids that communicate through emojis. <laughs> so I posted uh, questions from the fishbowl. And, and you got some responses. Would you rather be in a zombie apocalypse or a robot apocalypse? Oh, yeah, I responded to that. Lots of people responded to it, actually. What, what did you get? Let's hear some of so, these. So, we have... <clears throat> so, most people said zombies. Zombies. Somebody said... Joe Todd said zombies, much easier. Mm. He said zombies means less people to listen to. <laughs> Although all the zombies would be going... I'd, I'd rather listen to that than some of the friggin' people out there. Well, no, it's either zombies or robots. Yeah, robots are all like... like I'm sorry, T-800s never said anything. They just walked around with their metal heads and didn't say shit. They just killed you and at least did it quietly. Nat said ditto. Uh, that wasn't that wasn't one of the options. I, I think she was saying like, ditto to whatever you said as an answer. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. And then Denise said robots. Robots. I don't know, man. Robots are fucking scary. Yeah, they can't be like... bargained with. They can't be reasoned with. They don't feel pity or remorse or fear, and they absolutely will not stop until you are dead. Yeah, robots are like they, they're so powerful. Yeah. And they can move fast. Zombies are like the thing is, I, I would think robots wouldn't be in quite the numbers that the zombies would be in. Zombies would be, well, depending on which zombies you're going with, they'd be swarming and climbing over shit. Yeah, who knows? Like, like it's. You can kill zombies. You can kill robots too, though. I mean, can if, you? If you're somewhat prepared for it, depends on the robot. I've seen, you fuck, I've seen them beat the shit out of. Sorry about that. I've seen them beat the shit out of robots. No, it would be even going. more interesting is if we were caught in an apocalypse of both robots and zombies and they weren't on the same side. And we were just the resource they were fighting over. I had an idea once long ago about the idea of a world where humans were pretty much living under the thumb of vampires. And when a zombie outbreak happens, if that, if those zombies eliminate the humans, that eliminates the vampire's food source. So the vampires need to team up with the humans to take care of the zombies. Because if all the humans are gone, the zombies or the, the vampires die. 
Interesting. Yeah. So it was like a, a three-way well, twist. I thought so. You get, uh, you know, this, this, the slave owners joining up with the slaves to take out the, the, the virus. They got more comments here. They don't show up. More for that same one? Yeah, this guy uh, right says zombies. Most, mostly everybody said zombies. Kevin said zombies. Everybody said zombies except for Denise, of course. Well, <laughs> Denise has a uh, unique taste. But we like that about her. Zombies. Hey, so... Um, a lot of uh, a lot of news is coming out about uh, the Last of Us. Yeah, that was actually I was thinking about that, and then I thought something else that might be fun to do for our twentieth episode is to go back to each episode we've recorded and kind of like build on whatever it is we we talked about that episode. If there was some some news that's come out that pertains to that episode, and one of the things being talking about episode seven, the Last of Us. With the news that's come out about that, but we don't have to do that shit in sequence. Let's just do it now. Last of us. There's a, like there's more than one thing of news too. They've done casting for um, Abby. Mm-hmm. They've also done casting for another character. I think they've cast um, Dina, who's um, Ellie's girlfriend in the second second game, who's a very big character. And then uh, there's confirmation that they're working on a third game. Oh, yeah? I don't know when it's supposed to take place or who the who it's supposed to focus on, but yeah, apparently that's that's happening. And there's a, a documentary coming out. They did a documentary about the first game called Grounded, because Grounded is the hardest difficulty you can play The Last of Us on. And they're doing a second documentary about making the second game and what a shit show it was making the second game, because it was around the time. They were partway into it when the pandemic really hit. Right. Yeah. So there's show casting, game confirmation, and documentary coming out. So a lot of exciting shit. Interesting. Yeah. Which stuff did you know about? Uh, just been seeing some stuff about casting and how they're getting ready to start filming in the next couple of months. Yeah. The the one girl, the girl that's playing Abby, <clears> I actually <throat> saw her recently on that show, uh, Raylan Gibbons, that we both really like. Yeah. yeah. No, she was really good at it. And all, all joking aside, I remember seeing it all over the internet. People talking about their dream casting for Ellie and Joel. And it was her as Ellie and the guy who plays Jamie Lannister as Joel, which I think could have, it could have worked. A lot of combinations could have worked, but she has more of Abby's look just I mean, she doesn't have to present exactly the way Abby did. Abby's fucking huge. Yeah. She's a jacked chick. She's all shoulders, arms. She's massive, right? She's built like a fucking man, essentially, and clobbers the shit out of anybody who comes near her. I don't think they're going to get that tiny little girl to look like that. They can, they can <coughs> have her build herself up, you know, and, and, and look stronger but she's not going to have the physically imposing energy of abby from the game but that doesn't that doesn't she doesn't have to right yeah even uh pedro pascal doesn't have the size that joel has in the game joel's a big fucker man when he hits people in the game it feels like bricks are hitting flesh 
You ever see Home Alone? Of course you've seen Home Alone, too. When Marv's taking bricks to the face, that's what a punch from Joel feels like. Yeah, so that's very exciting. So that probably won't be out to... We, we got to wait. They're about to start filming. I saw something the other day, and it was talking about when they were going to start filming again. So it's not for a, a little bit still, but soon. It's coming up. Yeah. And then... Uh, and we can do The Lost of Us Part 2 when we've watched Season 2 of the show. Maybe we'll do a week-by-week week fucking analysis of each episode. Oh, yeah, we can make that a segment. Well, there you go. Yeah. I like that idea. But then again, I love me some Last of Us. What else is going on in the news? Well... Let me. <laughs> Nothing good. Uh, no, not usually. So, week to week, it's a big pile of shit. Did you see my video about owning a home in Canada? Yeah, I've gotten so many angry messages about that. <laughs> like, I'll, 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 I'll read some of these out to you. But you don't get the chair <laughs> because apparently, <laughs> apparently, people don't like it when when people make messages or make videos complaining about the housing market in Canada. Now, totally fucked it is. But some of these I was reading, I'm because, like... Because if we don't talk about it, then it's not happening. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Where is this thing? Okay, here it is. Let's see. Oh, 24 messages. Okay. Uh, one <clears throat> person wrote, The sad, discouraging truth, to which I replied, Time to leave Ontario behind. Uh, she wrote, Harder to do for an older person. Maybe. Someone said, my in-laws... Depends how old you are, I guess. (laughs) Someone said, my in-laws said we were nuts for buying a house for $235,000 in 2016. Let's just say I'm glad my wife was on the same page as today. Today's market is awful. Uh, Someone said, CMHC built 12 homes in eight years. Record productivity. (laughs) Uh, Someone said, so now JT is selling real estate. Ridiculous statement. Which I replied, he has said his plan is to build 3,000 of these snow houses by 2026 to help the Canadian (laughs) people. And there was somebody who was just pissed off. I can't remember. I I don't know where the the replies are. I think they were up to that first or second comment. But, yeah, I don't know if it's it's, – I stepped into a political landmine there or – oh, wait, there's the one with all the replies. So when I replied the, about him planning to build the snow houses, the guy writes, really dumb comment. Feds should not even be in the housing business and leave it to the province to sort out. What are the con What are the con premiers doing to address this? Nothing is what I see. I replied, because anytime somebody, I make a joke, and then they're like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, what would you do? So I replied, what do you think needs to happen to fix the current situation with housing? Well, let's hear what you think, genius. And he said, it really comes down to supply and demand. Been like this for over 20 years. Artificially low interest rates created this problem. 7% would stop the huge increase, but now we are stuck. Supply and demand, which means supply and demand. There's So there's more people now than there are houses. Basically. So how does supply and demand... But what did I comment? I'm not 100% sure. I feel like supply and demand is just like a buzz, 
buzz sentence or buzz combination of buzzwords? I, I, under, I understand supply and demand when you're talking about housing prices, mm. but we don't even have enough homes to house the amount of people that are now in Toronto and other places, right? Yeah. So supply and demand, does a, there's a demand for, like, how does that help the house? Like, that, that comment... No, and, and, and that's the thing. I, it, I, again, I don't understand the entirety of it. I just know it's fucked, and it's not going to get better. And it's uh, it, the, the the numbers speak for themselves. Mortgage rates are going to get so fucking high. Even a two income home, like two income family, won't be able to get a home unless you have like two hundred thousand dollars worth of equity in something else. Oh. Like for, for people who are, have owned one or two homes, they might be okay. They'll be probably living check to check, but everyone else is. And they, and they much think, fucked. and then, and they think by taxing short term rentals, that's somehow going to cure the housing market. Uh, <laughs> Anyhow, I just thought it was a funny video because me and my son were outside making a snow fort. I laughed. I, I know. And I brought the chairs over so that we could sit in it. And he's looking at me like, what is this? I'm like, it's a snow fort. He's like, there's no roof. It's like, it's a fort. There isn't supposed to be a roof. We just sit in it. The walls are a foot high and the snow is shit. And he was expecting walls. And I'm like, no, you know how heavy this freaking snow is? And then I went out to, to do something and I thought, oh, you know what would be funny? Is it, you know, these are the houses that Trudeau expects us to live in. But yeah. So there's it, didn't didn't uh, was it Peterborough? They bought fucking ice huts, ice ice those tents, the ice fishing tents, and put them up in the city for some homeless people. Oh my it. god! Hey, look, we got housing. Or some one city had a bunch of sheds. You can get one of those sheds. One hundred and twenty grand could get you one of those ice sheds. Yeah, you could buy it, and they'll they'll set you up in a. Tent City, just like in District 9. Shit in a bucket. Shit in a bucket and throw it out when it gets full. So listen, TikTok man. Yeah. This is with the $1 million man going on here. You're famous now. Are you going <laughs> to do your own show? The Dan Show. Yeah. I'm, Maybe I'll just do the producing. Well, you can do the Dan Show. The, the problem Mr. is. Mr. Rain. $1 million fucking man. $6 million, $1 million fucking... First of all, you don't get a dollar of you. Get, get, so, <laughs> funny funny story. Um, Christmas Day, my son gets a toy. Uh, a Minecraft sword. right? And it's cool because it looks like the pickaxe from Minecraft, but you pull the top out and it becomes the handle to the sword. And the, the handle has these things that shoot out, and then it looks like the Minecraft sword. So it looks it goes back and forth from being the pickaxe and the sword. And I thought, oh, that's a cool toy. So he's opening up all his other toys and playing with all this shit. And I was sitting on the couch, and my mom's sitting over there. And I'm like, I, I, I think this thing's really cool. I'm going to make a quick little video. So I record Did myself. Did you buy it for your son? Yeah, me and my wife bought it off Amazon. Because he liked it. Shout it. Actually, I, I didn't know. Because you wanted to play with it. You ever hear about... Because uh, you knew you could do a TikTok and fucking nah. be a million dollar man on TikTok. But you ever see those uh, those memes of like fathers watching their kids open up their Christmas yeah. gifts to see what they got? Because they have no fucking clue. Yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew she got him a Minecraft toy. I didn't know it. I forgot that it did the thing. So anyway, 
it's Christmas morning, and mm. we have our family Christmas pants on. We do this every year. We all wear the, the same Christmas pajamas. So I'm sitting there on the couch, cross-legged, wearing my big Christmas pajamas, playing with the sword, recording myself. My mom makes a crack. Is that your favorite toy? I'm like, yes, it is my favorite toy. So I put mm. this video up, and it does, you know, two, three hundred views, a couple of comments, mostly people I've known for years. And then I start seeing comments that aren't in English. And the first time I saw one, I, I forgot that you can just click on the comment, scroll down to translate. translate. I totally forgot. Somebody commented in another language, and I just wrote, thanks. What was the comment? <laughs> uh, it was, where, where do I get this? Oh. <laughs> I, I think it was, like, where, where, where would I get this? Right. And I, I just wrote thanks because I, I forgot you can translate. I wasn't going to copy it, paste it into a translator. I wasn't even sure what English, uh, what language it was. <laughs> and um, then it starts blowing up a little more. And I start seeing all these other comments in this other language. And I tell Nat, I'm like, that video is getting a lot of traction. I'm getting a bunch of comments. And she's like, yeah, I saw. Why didn't you translate it? And I was like, I, I didn't. I forgot. So I start looking and realize, like, 20 people have commented, this guy asked how to get this, and the guy says thanks. And why is he wearing a sarong? <laughs> what? A sarong. What's a sarong? A sarong. <laughs> I'm going to Google what a sarong is for you, because this is the other part of why this video, I think, went so viral. <laughs> sarong. So they're all pissed off because you didn't That's a the sarong. <laughs> okay, and... So a sarong <laughs> is sometimes uh, worn for prayer. Uh, it's worn in... Kind of um, like a wraparound tip of skirt. A sarong or a thing. sarung is a large tube or length of fabric often wrapped around the waist worn in Southeast Asia, South Asia, Western Asia, North Africa. It was not a sarong. I was wearing Christmas pajamas. So <laughs> you got three things working for you that made this video go boom. One, Minecraft, because everybody fucking loves Minecraft. It's been around forever. Kids love it. People who originally started playing it have their own kids now. So, sorry, am I boring you, Doug? No, I'm looking up the sarong. <laughs> so, no. that the, the, the basic subject matter is something people could get behind. It has a huge fan base. Uh, the fact that I accidentally said thanks to this guy from Indonesia, <coughs> and then it got shared to a whole bunch of other people from Indonesia... And then the fact that people thought I was wearing a sarong, even though they were just pajama pants. So this, is, this is something they wear over there, sarongs. Yeah, they wear them in Indonesia, and I think they wear them in, in some other countries, because people were asking me if I was Muslim, um, why you couldn't see the top of the sarong. Like what, There were a lot of questions about that. And I kept replying back, no, oh, these are just Christmas pajamas. And, and eventually it just it evolved into this huge... Everyone was sharing it to each other. Everyone wanted this toy. They wanted to know where to get it. And I just uh, would translate every comment and reply and let people know. It's called the Minecraft Transforming Sword Pickaxe, and it's on Amazon. And over the course of, well, when, when was it, yesterday? Oh, you put, you are wearing a sarong. Fuck off. <laughs> it's not a sarong, damn it. <laughs> It's just the way I was sitting. That's that's how I sit. I sit cross-legged. I can't, I don't know. I'm like, shit, man, I don't know. So I guess they thought it was funny that some big white dude was wearing a sarong and playing with a kid's toy. 
But the one thing I'll say, and, and, and it's the thing about the whole experience with getting a million views for the first time, getting more than 200,000, like the most I ever got before was 175, I think, on the video I did about uh, horsepower. And that was because I, I found a group of people on TikTok that were really into racing. And when I made just a video joking about horsepower in, in movies, how they, they, they fuck it up, I'd never gotten that many views. So the, the, the greatest takeaway from this is that all the interactions I had with people were very positive. Mm. Like in the past, when, when I was on YouTube back in the day, every fucking comment was negative. Yeah. People were so mean, yeah. always making fun of my weight, making fun of the way I looked, the way I talked. It was so damn negative. And I don't know if people from Indonesia and other countries are just more respectful. I don't know if the TikTok algorithm just deleted all the comments that sounded shitty that could be it because sometimes that happens, but it was really nice to just have a really positive interaction and people like the thing. They asked me how to get it. I let them know. Mm. And I got compared to a few different actors. Like, well, the old classic Jack Black, <laughs> I get Jack Black a lot. Somebody said I look like an angry Chris Pratt. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one guy, I, I'd never gotten this before. He said, you look like Aries from the Percy Jackson TV show. And I had to look that up. Do you ever watch wrestling? Uh, a long time ago. Okay. Do you know who Edge was? Oh, yeah, yeah. Edge. You know Edge was from uh, Orangeville, right? Eh? Yeah, he's a Canadian guy, right? Yeah, from Orangeville. The guy I played baseball with when he grew up, he was his neighbor, and they were on the same baseball team. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Well, one person said I looked like him. <laughs> three, three degrees of separation. Apparently, yeah. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad at all. And one person... <laughs> And I, I couldn't believe this one. I told Nat, and she fucking laughed so hard. Alan Richardson. Uh, Alan Richardson. Alan Richardson. The guy who plays Reacher. Oh. I said that to Nat, and she's like, you mean Alan Rickman? I'm like, no, not Alan Rickman. And I told her the guy who plays Reacher. And she has this laugh that it's like she loads it. She she goes back. Her mouth goes open, and it's just like, ah! And I was like, wow, I guess she thanks. Didn't think so. She's like, he's like six, he's like a foot taller than you. I'm like, shut up. I could, nah, I mean, I get it, no. But <laughs> when Reacher's at his most grumbly, yeah, maybe. The new Reacher. The new Reacher, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I look nothing like Tom Cruise. Well, that's the thing. I'm the I'm the complete, um, you got Tom Cruise. No, there was another Reacher in between Tom Cruise and the guy right now. No, no, no. Sure. I don't think so. I don't think so. Tom Cruise did Reacher, and then Reacher never go back, and then he never did a third movie. There's and a series, right? Yeah. I thought I'd saw there's two some, seasons. I of thought the series. I saw something where the guy doing it now. Somebody had mentioned something about somebody previous. I could yeah, the person previous was Tom Cruise. And Tom again, Reacher in the books <clears throat> is huge. He's a monster. Right. That's not how he's Tom described Cruise. as being a massive, huge man. Not four foot five. Like not Tom four Cruise. foot five like Tom Cruise. No, but the thing about Tom Cruise is he's a small guy, but he brought Reacher's energy to the role yeah. because he kicked the living shit out of so many people. And as I'm watching him do it, I don't think to myself, ah, I can't see him doing that. Because Tom Cruise does action really does well. Fucked up fucking stunts, man. He does. And there's a scene. It's one of my favorite scenes in Reacher where this girl comes on to him at a bar. 
and he kind of blows her off and she acts like she's insulted and her friends come over to like defend her honor and tell him to step outside. And he's like, you know, you know, guys, you can still walk away from this. And they're like, there's five of us, man. Five mm-hmm. on one. He's like, it's, it's three on one. And they're like, can you count? He's like, yeah. And once the leader goes down, usually two of the other guys run <laughs> off. So it's three on one. And then he takes out the first two guys. He's holding the one guy in a headlock, looks at the other two. He's like, what are you doing, guys? <laughs> you staying or are you going? And they stay, and he kicks the shit out of all of them. Right. But I I didn't know the the details of the book until after. And and I love the I love the first movie. And I mean, yeah, I found out all that stuff after about how big Reacher is in the books, but honestly, I didn't give a shit. I love them. Uh, the first one's better than the second. But the show is great. We just watched the episode seven of season two yesterday. Are you watching it? Reacher? No. Oh, my God. No, no. There's very few characters that satisfy my need for revenge the way Reacher does. He fucks people up that deserve being fucked up. (laughs) And in so many shows or movies where someone's like, well, you'll... Yo, get yours in jail. He's like, nah, I'm going to kill this fucking guy. <laughs> and what he did to somebody in the episode yesterday turned my fucking stomach. And every man who watches it would just be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's a type of torture I didn't even think could exist. And it was like, yeah, <laughs> fucking bastard deserved it. So it was all good. Lovely. I recommend it. And hey. There's a show that's actually named after the character. So well, you'll, you'll, you'll love it. You'll never forget the title. So so Justified is based on books. The books are called uh, Raylan. They are? Yes. Okay, so <laughs> I wish you'd said that. Uh, how many episodes ago? 13? 13 episodes ago? Well, I would have if you didn't cut me off the first time. Okay, this is the last time we're going to talk about this. Because there's no, I, I, there's I, nobody here to fucking go, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Episode 20, I think, I think we should finally put this to rest. Because I... The, All right, anyways. This is the thing. No, no, no we're, we're no. done. Move on. No, no, this is the thing. This is the last thing I'll say. While we were having that conversation, I, doubt it. I was genuinely interested in what you were talking about. I wanted to hear about the show you were going to talk about. And I could tell you, you were thinking of the title and you couldn't think of it. And then I realized what you were talking about. And I said, oh, you're talking about Justified. Here's and the you thing. and you got irritated with me for saying no, that. No, Here's the thing. You called me stupid. I never called Here's you stupid. Here's the thing. Because um, we were talking about the uh, that character. Really? Um, no, no, the bad guy, right? That was in... Um, uh, Logan? Huh? The bad guy from Logan? Uh, no, I, he was like, um, he was in that, that, the cop show about, uh, the, the drug, the drug Lord. Narcos. Narcos. Yeah. Yeah. The, the guy that, that the, dude, right. But he was also in Logan. Okay. Yeah. Well, we were talking about him. Right. And I was trying to say he was in, and I couldn't remember the thing. And I said to, to Raylan Givens and you said justify. Yeah. Well, he, he's not in justify. He's in the second, the second series, which is called. Uh, prime, primal city or whatever. Okay, <laughs> so it's not even justified, anyways. But you were <laughs> talking about Raylan Givens because he's and you said them. he's you said he's a U.S. marshal, and I was like, oh, you're talking I about was, justified. Yeah, I was trying to explain it. So but anyway, basically, it wasn't even justified. I was talking about the other show, not right? Justified. 
Anyways. But I, I realize now, one, one of the things I do, and it's one of the things I need to work on as a, as a person, is when I feel like somebody's pissed at me when I'm just trying to help. Like, because I said, oh, you're talking about Justified. I was kind of like throwing you the, the thing, and you, you, you were like irritated with me. You're like, yeah, that's what I said. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then I was like, ah, now I got to fire back. All good and I regret it regret uh, because it. I don't regret it, but I mean, fuck it. The last thing you want to do like, is I really give a flight. Fuck. I don't think either of us do. What? Pound it out. Give me a fucking fist bump. <laughs> God damn it. And it's put to bed. But we'll probably still chirp each other <clears throat> about it every now and then. Oh, he's reached for a knife. Here we go. Or a steak knife. You know, I saw that out here last episode, and I was like, did he leave it out here for me to, to, to say something, or did he leave it by accident? And it's like, don't touch the it's knife shit. I used to cut my food. Did you cut paper? <laughs> did you cut paper with it? What? You could. Have you, I saw... It's sharp as shit. Were you having... Okay, so the other night, <laughs> you posted a picture that looked like you were getting ready for dinner. <laughs> yeah. And I noticed you've got this awesome steak knife <laughs> in front of your plate and some shitty old regular steak knife in front of Denise's. <laughs> and I was like, really? So so I got one. Garrett, my two sons, also all got one. Oh, okay. All, all a little bit different. Oh, yeah, I saw the three. The, the picture of the three of them? Yeah. So yeah. we each got one all a little bit different. Oh, right? Oh, that makes sense. I, I thought that so, you had all three. No, so when Garrett came over, we had steak once. We were like, we pulled out our knives, eat steak. And he's just going, we got real fucking steak knives over there. I'm like, this is a fucking steak knife. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, yes. wonder if they'd let you bring that into a, the keg. <laughs> I, have a, I have a permit. I have a carry permit for this steak knife. <laughs> it cuts good, though? Well, it's sharp. Ooh. Deadly sharp. Oh, no one's going to interrupt you during dinner. Hits the shops. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. I'm yeah. Uh, I'm a little big for my britches now. I'm in the millionaire club. I'm going to require um, at least six more people to start listening to this podcast. You know, well, you know what I thought about? What? So, when we do that, when we go on TikTok. Hey, puppy. You gotta you gotta link up to a Bluetooth speaker. That way we can hear the fucking people on there. Oh, because when we have live guests on, yeah, you can't hear them, shit. The speaker really on this phone is crap. That's my one complaint. If I get that hooked up to a little Bluetooth speaker, and then it'll come out louder. Okay. Uh, and and the thing is, uh, we've done a few podcasts where we we have a, a YouTube, and if we do a segment, fine. Um, but trying to, to get people throughout it, you never know who the hell you're going to get. And I feel like so many times you, you get people and they just tank it. So I, I almost want... <coughs> We've had a few good ones. We have had a few good ones, and that's that's why I keep going back to it. It's like a bar that you keep going to because one time you picked up some nice strange and the slash there has got at least one good one good swing. But the other times you get a lot of... Well, yeah. A lot of bombers and grenades. That's who's out there. That's who's, uh, that's who's out there. I'm so thankful I never had the date in my 30s. Like, so thankful. And now I'm in my damn 40s. <laughs> sure. but that, yeah, nowadays, it's it's a whole other game out there. No thanks. 
but totally different. Totally different. But uh, yeah, no, but I mean, we picked up a few followers on our thing through there, well, doing TikTok. Some of the people. Well, hey, and I mean, I'm I'm still down for doing content on there and and posting the things, but I just I don't want to fall into that trap of uh, you know where I'm doing this. The amount of times I'd be watching one of the podcasts, and I just feel like the the, the energy kind of drowns out a bit, and it's like I'm looking at the thing and trying to. Well, yeah. Well, the majority majority of the people don't watch it; just listen to it. So out of the twelve people, maybe two, one or two watched it. Ah, uh, you and me. That's probably uh, <laughs> better for us if people aren't watching it. But most people listen. <coughs> Excuse me. It's because of our your gravelly voice and my. Annoying contrast to it. So speaking of gravelly voices, uh, I saw something come out on uh, um, something got declassified or uh, not declassified, but uh, resurrected. <laughs> talking about the uh, Epstein <laughs> list. <laughs> I was like, no. are you about to talk about Stephen Hawking's obsession with what? What is it? They, I don't know if someone made this the up. Fucking my the fucking memes on that. Like memes are probably the next the next form of like comedy. Oh, they right? they have been for a while now, but. The fucking memes of <laughs> of Stephen Hawking <laughs> going to Epstein's Island. Here's I, I, I saw something, and I don't know if it's true or if people are just <laughs> they're spinning it the way they want to spin it. Oh baby, <laughs> it was something. Suck on my toe. Oh god, it was something <laughs> about what his thing was—the thing he liked to watch, his kink—and they. I don't know if someone was just trying to be a total dick bag. But they said that he liked to watch, and I don't know what the correct term is for this, so I'm just going to go with what I'm sure Warwick Davis would be fine with. He liked to watch dwarves and or midgets trying to solve equations naked (laughs) on blackboards where they couldn't quite reach the writing. (laughs) Granted, I I, I heard that on like a clip from another podcast. It was was probably... God, I don't know if it's true. I heard it from another podcast. It's probably bullshit. <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. Okay, so now that I've gotten that out of my system, what were you going to say? <laughs> oh, man, we're going to hell. Oh, my face hurts. <laughs> Something about a gravelly voice. <laughs> Something about Nick Nolte. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. You okay? <laughs> Good luck getting that visual out of your head. I don't know, but you know what I just realized? What? What's in the fridge? Nothing. We have nothing in the fridge? No. Oh, Actually, there might be one in there. Had... Some vodka things in there, I think. Well, hey, it's episode 20. We may as well diversify. That's what I was looking at. Well, I know it's with the uh, the uh, resurrected thing. 
Resurrect. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I, oh, I can't. But I'll leave, and then we're just going to be blank here, so. Uh, can't see anything. Is that a buble? Monster? Yeah, yeah. Iced tea? Is this the thing you're talking about? There's a coffee beer in there, and then everything on the top left. something other than the Top left is all vodka, soda things. What is this? Is Denise going to kick my ass if we drink this? No, she doesn't drink those. Okay. Well, she does. She drinks everything. On the mug sucker? Yeah, I was going to get the mugs. I just didn't want to leave the... Leave the frame can of the flame, frame blank. Dead air. So I'll tell you, I mean... There's one thing I've, I've noticed on, on TikTok, and I don't know if other media has this as well so much, but if you put out a video that gets a crazy response and you get, I, I must have gotten about five, 500 new followers from this video. It got favorited 5,000 times, over 1,000 comments, but... At no point did any of the million people who watched this video think, I wonder what this other guy's, this guy's other videos are like. Maybe I'll go look at some of them. Yeah, yeah. Like I've got one of our podcast videos, the, the cult one. <laughs> Would you like to talk about the cult? I've got that one pinned on, on, like, on my profile. And... I would think, oh, if someone's viewing the profile, they'd probably check out the pinned videos, right? The ones that are right at the top. Right. You pick the ones you want that, that are featured right at the top. Part, nothing. No Indonesian comments on any of those videos. I thought, how awesome would it be if, I, even if the video was, wasn't related to the podcast, if I put one out on that profile and it got a huge response, maybe people would be like, oh, I wonder what else this guy's done. And it might bring some attention. If we had a huge Indonesian fan base, I'd be thrilled. It'd be great. I'd learn how to say some phrases. Apparently, bang is something there. When mango I mule. Mango. Mango mule. Yep. Ready to drink with mango and ginger. Let's bring it on. Let's get out of our form of Let's just sit back, relax, and throw on a sarong. Why the hell not? A song. Sarong. A sarong. A sarong. What sarong would you like to sing? Hey, sarong, sarong. Whatever will be, will be. Okay. So, I'm sorry. Um, I, I very rudely interrupted what you were about to say, and uh, I cut you short. Fuck it. Fuck it twice. Better than most of the stuff we've had on here. Yeah. Um, crisp, refreshing, and there's alcohol in it. Chris. Chris? Did you say Chris? Crisp. Oh. Anyways, uh, so uh, Chris finally released some lost footage. Oh. The lost footage of, uh, what, bis of biscuit, gravelly voices. biscuit and the cookie, or whatever it's called. Kilo and the cookie. Yeah. Actually, and... and <laughs> I remember talking to him about this. I don't know if he finally changed it, but I was, I've been meaning to read the original script and then look at the, uh, look at the, the scene because it's, of course, everything changes. Where the hell is it? 
So, so Kilo and the Cookie is is Kilo and the Cookie is yeah. a section of uh, those who remain. Yes, um, it was segment. It was supposed to be in episode seven, I think. Yeah, it was supposed to take place after the mid-season finale, which plans for the mid-season finale where it was going to be this huge action sequence. Pugsley was going to get killed. Uh, Tara and Jetlag were going to run into... Uh, oh, no, Tara and Grizz were going to run into Jetlag. It was a whole huge thing that was going to happen. And we filmed the Percy scene first, which was supposed to be in episode four, and it got edited because all we needed was one scene for three. And then we ended up filming this other scene that was going to come much later. And the footage sat for shit. What, eight? Well, how long ago was that? Yeah, long time. I can, hold on. Let me, so I go into my photo and I look for picture of Doug and I will be able to find, I will be able to find the day Look at this. This is you. This is Doug. And then I scroll back at all the times I've ever taken a picture of Doug. A lot Holy of podcast shit, stuff man. here. Well, a lot of this is podcast <clears throat> stuff, right? There's podcast That's like Doug. like fucking creeping on fucking... There's the day we uh, we filmed the the Flintlock scene. What's with that one there? Which one? That one? There. That one? Yeah. Oh, I was just recording and you like jumped in front of the, the frame, so I just grabbed that frame. Even this. That's like a split second of you taking the gun out. It was like as I was panning back to Chris. And I just caught this great shot of you with the handgun. And that's the, that's the one I turned into the one of you pulling up the vegetables. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that was that day. This was the day. June 3rd. 2022. Yeah. That was 2023. So back in June. Yeah. I came to you on June 2nd and we scouted the location. And you took me for a ride in the Argo. Remember that? When did the uh, really okay? And then it's only last year. Yeah. And then yeah, we uh, we filmed that scene, and I I, <laughs> I always talk about how I almost died during that scene yeah. <laughs> because uh, certain somebody who was the stunt coordinator um, had had things. I get it. Your family showed up, and you, you got your family comes before the guy you just met. Even if he dies in the process. But it was nice to see that scene uh, edited together. And and it, uh, that the day he posted it was the same day I got the fucking million views on the, the TikTok. And I was more excited about the, the, like getting to see that scene. Mm. Like that, that was huge for me. Because for one, I felt kind of bad because those... Uh, shit, I can't remember their names. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a dick for that, but um, hold on, because Chris made the post, and yeah, hopefully I can pull it up. You but they in the post, yeah, even them in the post because I one of the things I said to him when I was trying to get him to finally edit it together. So I was like, "Hey, man, you know those people came out." Oh, hold on, I got their names here. Um, Kevin, Kevin, Tajeta. No, Kevin was the Kevin was the guy who played Miles. So Kevin, who was right. great, and then Emily and Brian um, was a married couple who <laughs> we've been trying to get people to play these damn scavengers, 
that I kill in the scene for months. We'd both gone through people trying to find, I was getting a, I was trying to get a friend of mine, the friend who I wanted to play Percy, but he backed out. And then we got um, somebody Chris knew like last minute. I, I was trying to get people to play these two damn characters where, where we could really practice some things, get some stuff going. We had nothing until the day of where the night before Chris had posted something and two people were going to a wedding in the area Ooh. the day before. And we're like, oh, this would be fun. You know, the wife was like, oh, maybe I'll go do this. You know, and her husband drove her and the other person didn't show up. So she stepped up and her husband stepped up too. And they played like a couple going around scavenging and trying to kill innocent young men. It worked. Didn't work because they ran into the biscuit. Well, you want to see that footage? Go to uh, Fruitbot. Fruit it's it's and... actually not officially posted. Oh, uh, he, you, can, you, you can go to. Oh, you have to join the group to see it. That's the too, thing, right? or it has to be shared to you by somebody who has access to it. But I said to Chris, I was like, "Why don't you upload this?" He's like, "Well, if we ever want to do anything with it," and it's like. So what? If we ever do anything with it, we take it off, d delete it from YouTube. So if I put the link in the show notes, they could click on the link and watch it. Uh, you know what? I think that might work. Okay. It's worth a try. So Let uh, me know if it works or not. Yeah. All 12 of you. We'll put, <laughs> we'll put it there for you. Um, oh, what's it called? Ta donkey? Mango Mule. <laughs> Mango Mule. <laughs> So yeah, seeing seeing that was great. I mean, I like uh, I don't know. I felt the the dialogue between. I really love. The, yeah, the fight scene's fun, but I love the little banter between me and Miles. I forgot I, again. I'd never seen that footage. I'd seen the fight a bunch of times, but I'd never seen the banter between me and Miles. And it looked so much better than I remembered it. Like I, I don't know. I just. I found, that was my second time playing Biscuit, and I feel like I, I found more of how I wanted him to be with Miles than I did with the scene with Percy because that was the first time I really got to play him, and I, I I don't know he came across goofy and one second he's goofy the next second he's brutal, and I, I was trying to find the balance so it's like it was a good good to get a second chance to play him again. And the old uh, Argo that uh, Biscuit and Flintlock were in in that quick episode uh, preview. Yeah. was washed up in, in the bushes there. <laughs> well, I was thinking, if we ever get a chance to, uh, and, and I, I know we will, if, even if I have to uh, kidnap Chris and make him film it, there, there will be, be a time. And if we ever are going to tie the Miles scene to it, it could be maybe that takes place before I meet Flintlock. And I realize you have a vehicle just like that one. And you're like, oh, yeah, you know, it hasn't run in years. It's missing this. But it's hard to find these things nowadays. You know, they're used to, they used to sell them close by here. So sometimes you'll find them out in the wild. And I'll be like, I know where one is. And we trek over, salvage the parts together. And that's like one of our little adventures, getting to know each other, salvaging Argo parts. I mean, you got to come up with an explanation for why Flintlock's Argo is in the background of me smashing that guy's head on a rock. I guess it all depends on where in the timeline that uh, they're on this Argo shooting at whoever they're shooting at. It's true. And thing is, with, with the timelines for all three of those scenes, um, 
you can do whatever you want with it, really. I mean, with with the Miles scene, they, they only mentioned Neodyne once. They mentioned the dragonflies a little bit. But all Biscuit says is, I'm out here looking for some people. You don't know if he's looking for Percy. You don't know who he's looking for, necessarily. He doesn't get specific because he's being vague on purpose, trying to get Miles to talk. <clears throat> but we'll see. I don't know. I, I really enjoyed seeing another scene from the show come out, you know? I mean, I'm not trying to sound incredibly vain. Yes, I loved it because it was me. Like, but I also just loved seeing another scene from the show, right? It was like it was coming back from from the dead. It was a little part of me that had just kind of given up. I was like, I'm not going to bug Chris about it anymore. If, if it's too painful for him to, to edit this together, then I don't want to put him through that. <clears throat> but, I mean, if we I ever... Know, I, I mean, the time... There's the times that we shot here at this location at different ones. We did, you know, the the, the in the hospital bed and did all mm-hmm. that all that shooting. And there was lots of people here for yeah, a long time. There was, and those were those were big days. Those were great. I wanted to be here for that, even though I wasn't shooting. I just I wanted to be a part of it, you know, and help out however I could. Um, and those days were great because I mean Melissa was always fantastic, and uh, I think his name was Brian, the guy that played um, Marcus, and he still says he wants to return. He still wants to to do something. <coughs> Marcus was the uh, the younger, the sheriff, that dude. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, guy, yeah, that, yeah. the guy that played Marcus. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, those, I mean, you know as well as I do, those they weren't the they weren't the problem. The problem oh. was was in other places as yeah. far as that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I still hope something comes of it, but I never wanted to be a sour part on it. I just, I didn't want, I don't know. I think maybe my enthusiasm might've gotten me in trouble a couple of times. I mean, you know, you know, my enthusiasm got me in trouble a couple of times. But I just wanted to be a part of I just wanted to be a part of it, and I loved it. And I hope, I hope, really, really hope we get to do more, even if it's not that, even if it's just something. I just want to do something. You know? oh. I love this shit. Well, hopefully he starts feeling better and get on to other things. But Thank you, Will. Thank you. He's the not. More, the more and more he feels better and stuff, he might get feel back in, into that good, that shitty. Do yeah. Maybe after editing that second biscuit scene, he's like, you know what? Maybe I don't hate this fucking character as much as I thought I did. Maybe that gravelly voice and awkward, complete and total change in facial hair could kind of work. <coughs> Convince him to do the uh, flintlock um, shop scene. Well, the more I think about the, yeah, I, I do love that scene. Uh, the more I think about it, it, I, I almost want it to be, it, it feels like it's a biscuit scene where we introduce Flintlock. I almost want it to be more of like a Flintlock scene and biscuits just kind of passing through it. So it would almost be like something would need to happen before I come into the shop. And I had a funny idea that it would be, I want to work in the dialogue that 
was created naturally between us, where somebody comes in with some attitude, points a gun at you, and then you <laughs> say the classic, well, you know, I got my own guns, <laughs> and just deliver that shit and threaten to hunt the guy down, and then the guy mm-hmm. leaves. I thought, how funny would it be if it was Pugsley, but figure something else out. But like, that's kind of how the scene could start. And then it kind of flashes forward, and then Ben Biscuit comes in. <laughs> and we have our little conversation, and the, the ending part would be me leaving all pissed off at you. And then the Neodyne guys show up, start basically like any video you've seen online of cops harassing somebody for, for their ID and getting stuck on it, recreate that with Neodyne. And you're just like ignoring it yeah. until it gets loud and annoying. And I'm getting my ass kicked outside by these guys. And you come out. Like, you ever see uh, Roadhouse? Of course you've seen Roadhouse. But you know the scene where uh, the older, I can't remember his name right now, the mustache, Sam yeah. Sam, Elliot. Sam Elliott comes outside while Patrick Swayze getting the shit beaten out of him. And he doesn't jump in right away. He just kind of moseys into to the beating. And that eventually starts to help. Mm. Be kind of like that. Mm-hmm. So you, yeah, channel a little bit of Sam Elliott. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's something we can work on. I'd like to. I'd like us to sit down and like write it together. Could do that. I think that's a good plan. I Log fucking feet. love this shit. I love it. Well, I'm getting all these uh, memory flashbacks. You know, Facebook sends you all these memories and shit, right? Of, uh, of the um, the, the screening we did down at Alston. Oh yeah, I got I got those the other day. That was yeah, that was about a year ago. That was fun. It was. I know we. I I feel like he regretted it after, but that was fun. That's how I, that's how I met Lisa. Right. Yeah, because Melissa brought her there, and. Uh, I don't know if I met some other people that night, but yeah, that was that was a it was a cool night. Made me really wish we'd sat in on a screening, but it was good. <laughs> I think we should have just screened it here. Kept it. I mean, if you were cool with that, rented a screen, put it up outside sure, somewhere, set some chairs up, have, you know, make it, you know, not crazy. You could have just cleared up that room and put a screen at that end and put a bunch of seats in here to watch it or whatever. Yeah. yeah. If, if Denise was okay with that, then that would have been fantastic. And who knows, in the future, maybe. But we'll see. There's, I've, 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 I've heard some buzz. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this episode too soon and get pissed off at me. But, um, You've heard some buzz. Oh, you got a scoop? I... I mean, I don't want to smoke and fire and whatnot, but again, the the scene coming to light, <laughs> I hope it, it's kind of lights lights a bit of a fire because again, the the video looks good, the sound looks good, the fighting scene was clunky, but and a lot of people fucking react you know, to it, donkey, and if he actually posted it online. Put it on YouTube. Who knows? You never know. Yeah, a lot of people were responding and reacting to it. Mm-hmm. And that's just people who were like, it was shared from the limited video, right? Mm. But I don't know. Um, 
just say it might, uh, you know, things things happen and then they're reborn and the chrysalids and all that shit. You never know what's going to come out of a cocoon. But I think uh, I, I wouldn't be, uh, I would definitely be on board for anything. Rewrite, retake, retell, remix, whatever. Yeah, they offered me, you know, pretty good. Uh, for you something good? Yeah. 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 A trailer. <laughs> I did offer you a trailer. What did I offer you? A trailer? Um, <laughs> this is a whole bunch of bullshit. <laughs> advertising. Oh, yeah, advertising. All the advertising you want on the WD Podcast. <laughs> put as much as you want on there. I thought it might be fun if uh, we actually wrote sat down and, and worked out the scene and actually did a, a reading of it. And fuck, why not record it, make it a part of a podcast. Us like just doing a table read. Doing that, yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Can offer you a trailer, the one in your yard. <laughs> All the beer you can drink, whatever's in your fridge. <laughs> and a dedicated media advertising market on the Double D podcast. That's a great Might offer. be able to kick in some flakies for the craft table. Absolutely, because we love our flakies. <laughs> Call back to episode one, the flaky. So, dude, you're scratching my foot. Jackson, you're one of the best guests we've ever had, buddy. We love Jack. He might be one of the people watching it. Mm. Listening to it. What you doing down there, buddy? Jackson likes to listen to the Double D podcast every night before he goes to bed. So, get this. I was listening to, every now and then I'll, I'll put it on in the car while I'm driving home. And Max usually doesn't pay attention to what I'm listening to. But uh, one day I'm driving home. And you and I are talking, going on, whatever. And Max is watching his iPad. And he looks up and he goes, Dada? I'm like, yeah. He's like, why do you keep saying fuck? <laughs> I'm like, um. He's like, like, why are you listening to this? I was like, uh, well, was, um, I'm sorry, buddy. He's like, yeah. You should turn this off. I was like, I'm sorry, bud. Because, I'm, you know, I, 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 he hears swearing. It happens. People are around and they forget and they swear in front of the kid. Um, and, and, yes, he's overheard, you know, on a podcast or when me and Matt are watching a show quietly on our phone, hoping they're not going to come find us. So he knows those words aren't okay to say. Um, so then he wonders why I'm saying them. Once a week, when I go to hang out with Doug. Yeah, why are you saying it? Like, why are you and Doug swearing all the time? It's like, oh, shit, I'm sorry, buddy. I, I keep telling myself I'm going to start a podcast with, uh, like, one of these podcasts. I'm going to make the promise to try not to swear so much on it. But then I thought, take some of the space it, out of it. It'll be the first one that will have the mark not for kids. Yeah, we'll have a, um, a Double D's Junior. We'll, we'll call it tra the training <laughs> The last <laughs> training bra. Jesus. <laughs> no, we will simply call it the AA meeting. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good double uh, entendre uh, right go. there. Cheers to the AA meeting. I know it's going to be in the fridge that night. So, off the Gosh. top of your head, what is your favorite beer we've had on the podcast? Um, 
The Land Shark was good. I always go back to the Land Shark. I think episode twenty one we'll have to revisit. Maybe we'll do it in uh, a fridge the revisit. Waterloo Rattler. The Waterloo Rattler or was, was it great. Was the Steagle Rattler we had? Any Rattler, I'm happy. I love Rattlers. I don't think I've had a bad Rattler. I love grapefruit so much. Are you waving to yourself? Yeah. Because you've had a bad Rattler? Nope. Who are you waving to? Me. Is that like a secret moment for yourself when you're watching it? Yeah. It's like an inside joke with yourself. Which is fine, because I laugh harder at my jokes than anyone else I know. So I guess that's somewhere in the same vein. Um, the major, um, the Commander uh, Hatfield, I think was a good one. Yes, that was a good one, I remember. Um, <laughs> past that, honestly, I think of those two. Those are my the two that I remember the most fondly. Nothing so else. Have to look at them. Yeah. Empties and see. I threw a bunch of empties. Should have shot them. I was shooting at a can of San Pellegrino yesterday. I got this new Pew Pew, which I'd wanted for, what, three, four months. And I kept saying, around Christmas. I got it for myself around Christmas. And I finally got this fucking thing. And I'm, I'm shooting at stuff. And I'm not hitting a goddamn thing with it. And it's got it's cool. It's got a laser sight on it. So I'm pew, 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 pew. And I'm looking like, why am I not hitting anything? Get up nice and close. <laughs> hitting shit. It's like, okay, so it's actually firing. I had to keep shooting the ground. So after about 120 shots, realize I can adjust the laser sight. Mm. Fucking idiot. Is that the, the little copper BBs? Yeah. Yeah. So the clip holds about, it doesn't hold many, it holds like maybe 20. It has a full auto function. You saw in the video of me shooting the snow. Yeah. It, done. done. Yeah. Just done. Yours, the one that looks like an MP40, it holds a... 40 BBs, right? Mm, I feel like close it, to that. It had a little more, it but lasted it, it a little more. It goes longer. pretty quick, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, it went pretty quick. It's got the bigger silver BBs. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, this one's just a little itsy bitsy ones, but it it takes uh, two. Uh, yeah, it's a load. Actually, this one, <laughs> did you happen to see the spring video? Where you had the one stuck in the spring? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So what happened was. I was showing it to Rob, and it has a loader. It's great. You click, click open the thing, you pour the BBs in, and then you just slide it to where oh, yeah. the, the hole is, and you push this little handle down, and it pushes the BBs in. Problem is, I thought I'd slid the thing down, and it popped back out. And then when I pushed the BBs in, pushed it the spring. two of them went right into the damn spring. So I had to get tweezers, <laughs> and very delicately, so I didn't fuck the spring up, I had to, like, Basically, two tweezers, like holding it against my chest, one pair of tweezers to hold this in place, one to hold it there, get under and pop it out of the little circle. That's your trigger finger. Oh, my trigger finger. That looks better now. I don't know if you can see that. Don't smell it. Gangrene. So what happened with that was I was putting the the CO2 canisters in. And like I I didn't read the instructions, of course, because I'm a fucking man. Man, don't read instructions. Man, bleed because he's stupid. It takes two of them? It takes two, yeah. but you're supposed to load the one on the left first. And I, I saw that in the instructions after. So I, like an idiot, was just loading whatever. I put it into the right, twisted it, and it exploded everywhere. 
So I threw it out and I'm like, okay, do I need a seal? And I'm looking, I'm like, do I need to add a seal? Is that why it exploded? And when I checked the instructions and looking for, to see if there were seals, it basically said, always load the left first. So I was like, okay, I'm going to load the left one first, loaded it, went fine. Second one, I'm like, okay, I got to make sure that when I turn this Allen key, I'm going to position my hand and I'm going to give it a nice big, really hard first turn so it doesn't explode. So the Allen key ripped your finger. No, it wasn't the Allen key. It was this little folded piece of metal that flips out the screw. It's like just little, just a little square piece of metal folds out. And it's like when you clip in the, the side of the clip. It, it, like, latches onto that. So it was just this little piece of metal jutting out. And when I got ready to do that huge turn of the Allen key to make sure that the CO2 went in in one good spin, I put all that, all that machismo into the turn, and my finger just went all the way through that metal, and it just ripped the shit out of it. And the only, yeah, it hurt and whatever. It's not that bad. I was just so damn thankful it didn't start at the cuticle. Mm. It missed the cuticle and started right here. And it's just, yeah. And my son looks at it every day and he, he he's like, he's like, come with me, come with me. He takes me to the washroom and he, he puts fresh band-aids on me every day to make sure I'm okay. Hey, Jackson. This is Jackson. Jackson's the best. What do you want, buddy? Jackson's the best little doggy in the world. What do you want? So can I ask you a question? Can I ask a question? I want to know. Can you go out? That's a good boy. What? What you want? It reminds me, I saw this video the other day of a pack of wolves trying to take down a bear. Yeah, I saw that. Did you and see the that bear one too? was running through the and forest. The, the drone was following it? Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me. Wolves. They weren't wolves? No. What the hell were they? I don't know. There's some kind of, uh, people were saying they were huskies, but they weren't huskies. Um, they were some kind of a, a dog of that nature. So they had collars on. They curl tails and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they were, they were domestic dogs. Hunting oh. dogs of some sort. Damn. <clears throat> yeah. I guess that doesn't apply then. To the whole wolves and gorilla thing. <laughs> you ever hear the uh, the sound bite? Can I pet that dog? Can I pet that dog? No. It's like a little kid. There was one of a, a video of a guy driving by. There's like his big fucking timber wolf sitting on the side of the road. The guy's <laughs> driving by, filming it out his window, and it's just playing that audio over it. Can I pet that dog? Can I pet that dog? Yeah, I wouldn't be petting that dog. Jesus. I used to say that I wanted a, a wolf husky hybrid, but. I realize now that's just one of those stupid things they're people big say. Fucking dogs. They're fucking huge. That's it, buddy. No more. And their their loyalty is uh, can be deadly. Like I've heard people say, like, you know, if you bring up your kid with a wolf dog hybrid, the loyalty that dog will have to that kid, they'll kill anybody who messes with your kid. Mm-hmm. Like they're insanely loyal and very protective. Right. Right. Which is nice to think about, but also I don't want my dog killing some kid at a birthday party because it misunderstands a violent act. Right, Jackson? Right? 
You know I only come here because I want to hang out with you, right? Just after treats us, monster, aren't you? Yeah, see? Because he's a good boy. What? No more. No, no more. Clip this. We'll get like a million One views more. on that. Scrap, look. Look. It's the Triple oh, D uh, podcast. Dan, Doug, and Dog. Look, I feel... I feel like I'm a, like a fucking a dealer at the casino. It's like I gotta show my hands. I'm done. Look, no more. Done. <laughs> I love when the little paw goes up. Like, come on. <clears throat> we have company over. You have to. You have to spoil me. No more. That's a good point. So I was <coughs> doing something the other day. It was. Um, it was whoa. Okay, one more. Get him one more there. There's questions to ask to figure out if someone's boring. Uh -oh. <coughs> Someone is boring. So I was doing an experiment with some people to figure out if they were boring because I thought they might be. And as I'm reading through all these questions, I'm like, oh, these are kind of like the fishbowl questions. And I, I, I'll just let's hey, see. We don't have any fishbowl questions, so let's go. Let's and, then I, and then there was another list I found. It was just it was 450 questions. And I thought, wouldn't it be fun if one podcast was just <laughs> us doing the gambit? Is that? So, first one. Wow. Uh, some of these are. So, uh, number one, tell me the three best things about you. Uh... Oh Jesus Christ! What the hell's that noise? Is that is that a soda stream? My wife. Hi. Soda stream. I agree with that. She's definitely my wife. Things. My dog. My kids. Good answer. That, that order. No. Well, yes. I would have a similar answer, but I don't have a dog like Jackson, and I'm not a really huge fan of my cat. Don't fucking copycat. Can't no, no. your own answers? I, I love hey, my wife, it. I love my kids, and I love my friends. Because <laughs> I don't have a dog like Jackson. Yeah, but don't you think that the kids come the dog? The dog was closest. And honestly, the dog's still here. Where are the kids? <laughs> when your kids grow up and they leave you yeah, to have their own life? But dogs die and then they're all sad and... Yeah, but every every dog dies. Not every dog really lives. Jackson has lived a great life, and that's what you'll remember. On a scale of one to ten, how strict are your parents, or are slash were your parents when you were young? It's so funny that you bring that up. Just to interlude for a second. Interlude. You have to come here and interlude. No, no. No. Yes, we need people to know that we talk Video. to women. <laughs> women are in our no, lives. They think yeah. we just think it's AI or something. No. Or a couple of dudes pretending they're talking to. No, women. I'm not going to go on here, but no. It's... <laughs> just stick your hand in front so they know somebody. Wave there. your hand. I... There it is. <laughs> Human hand. Um, no, I I got as a gift for Christmas was this app called Storyworth. Oh. And, be, and so it's set up by my son's girlfriend. Uh, they'll send you a question on a weekly basis more often if you want. And then you, um, then they'll take all your stories and put it into a book and give you a book at the end no. of the day, right? That's awesome. Like in yeah. a year's time when you're done it. 
but the question I had was on on grandparents. This was the question I was just doing. And it was funny because they were talking and I was just writing about how strict my grandparents were. And then you brought that up. That was mm. so weird. That it's weird. This whole thing was planned. <laughs> These are questions from the storyboard. They are. The storyboard of life. But actually, it's funny that you mentioned that it was your, your son's, you say your son's girlfriend that set it up? Yeah, Matt. We did that with my mom, and Matt set it up. So it's mm -hmm. almost like it's one of those things you do for your spouse's mm -hmm. parent, but you don't do for your own almost. That's weird. They also, they also got it for my mom. My mom. Here, they got it for her. Yeah. You didn't get it for her. No. Yeah. I don't even know what it is. I still don't, really. You will. And it, it's, it's pretty amazing. Like Man. it's all the, <clears throat> like all the stuff you would want to know that you might not remember to ask. Or yeah, you, that's pretty much it. You know, it's all in a book, and you, you can edit and you go along, think about new things. Yeah, some of my mom's cool. some of my mom's answers. I was like, what? What? <laughs> it was like really cool to to hear the stuff, <clears throat> but. Yeah, I would I would recommend doing the, the story worth thing. It's it's a it's a great little thing, and it's just it's just a question a week, right? They get an email, they look at the question, they answer it, they submit it, and then yeah. it goes into some storybook, some generator, storybook generator. Yeah, so, you'll actually <clears throat> physically get a book at the end of the day. It'll all be composed into a book and sent to you. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Um, so me being the youngest of four. Oh, they probably weren't very strict at all. <laughs> By that point, it was no. uh, the the three older brothers that already. Uh, they were the strict ones. The three older brothers had already broken it. <laughs> so I pretty much. Uh... <clears throat> so that that pretty much tells me about how strict your parents were. You know. Who <clears throat> was your worst teacher? Why? Who's my worst teacher? Worst teacher. I don't know. You I don't have to say uh, necessarily who, but you know, I, I I was probably the worst student because I really didn't go to school. So you didn't go, or and you just didn't me, really. They passed me through high school anyway, so I was trying to get rid of you. Um, who's the worst teacher? I don't know. Does any particular situation stand out? No. No? Okay. Nobody bothered me and I never went to school. No? <laughs> so I don't know. My <clears throat> teacher in grade four was pretty nasty. She was probably needed to retire. I think maybe she was a year or two away from retiring. Can you can you name your, your, your teachers up to grade six? Uh, okay. <clears throat> Mr. Duval was my grade six teacher, but Mr. Perron was my, he was there at the beginning because she was on mat leave. Um, Ms. Percival was my grade four teacher. Sister Rosemary was my grade three teacher. Ms. Glenn was my grade five teacher. Uh, shit. I don't know if I remember three or two or one. No. Grade seven was Miss. Oh, fuck. I don't remember her name. Mr. Soares was my grade 8 teacher. He was the best teacher I had in elementary school. He was 
awesome. He was, uh, it was his first year as a full-time teacher and he had that, just that raw, he, he, <laughs> he maybe said some shit he shouldn't have said. No. He was pretty real with us and I love that about him. Um, no. But he, he didn't take shit from anybody, which was great. He, he also didn't take out his bad days on us the way some of my other teachers had. But yeah, I, I don't, I can't remember one, two, or three. I feel like the, my grade seven teacher, it's like, it's like right on the tip. I remember, I could see her face. I remember things she said to me. She gave me more detentions than any other teacher I ever had. That was her way of solving everything. You caused the problem, detention. You you didn't get your work completed, detention. I accidentally got frustrated. Stop. Sorry, Jackson, I'm getting worked up. There was one day I was talking to a friend of mine, and I just went, Jesus Christ, detention. She gave me detention for that. She was, like, pissed at me. What the heck? Yeah, I know, right? So I got one detention in grade six, maybe two detentions in grade eight, probably 50 detentions in grade seven. Bullshit. So I, I remember this 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 I think it was I think it was a science teacher in grade seven. We were at the junior public school, seven and eight. Yeah. So um Mr. Schwartz, I remember the first time we were in his class, I was sitting in the back of the class and he's you know, doing his speech on whatever, how he expects us to be and Blah blah blah, whatever. He's uh, he goes into this, um, you know, um, you know, we should really, you know, strive to be like Terry Fox. And I laughed. Just <laughs> sweet Terry, Terry Fox. I, Terry Fox. In my mind, I'm thinking he said Red Fox. Oh, fuck. so I laughed. So then he hated me for the rest of the year. Did you ever explain to him? No, he just hated me after that. Just... That's I where laugh, I laughed because he wanted me to be like Terry Fox, and I thought he said Red Fox. I feel like that that probably could have been solved with a little bit of conversation. <clears throat> he didn't even ask. He just that was it. Well, I, I've had a few times in my life too where somebody's disliked me, hated me, or thought I was an asshole over a complete misunderstanding. And it's like, well, shit, maybe you should have said something back then. Because I always just thought you hated me because of my animal magnetism. I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> One time we were lining up to get into French class and the teacher was late coming in. And then he showed up. Like, late, late. Mm -hmm. We all stand outside the door, wait, 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 wait. And then he shows up, lets us in. I'm like, Mr. Schwartz for French? Talk to the office. Okay. Go to the office. I'm sitting there like, what are you doing down there? So Schwartz told me to come here. Why? So I told them. They're like, really? That's what they send them. That's what they send you okay. back. Okay. <laughs> he was being belligerent. Oh, because I misunderstood him when he said Terry Fox, and I thought he said Red Fox. <laughs> well, there's, there's your answer, Doug. You found it. That sucks. I don't even think I knew who Terry Fox was really back then. No? In grade seven. Oh, they he make it. Been, uh, he, must, he might have been just running at that time. Oh, 
he's been gone like 25 years or something. When do you think it was in grade seven? Yeah, that checks out. Twenty-five years ago, you weren't in grade seven. I graduated high school twenty-four years ago. Saying that out loud makes me very sad. <laughs> grade seven, you would have been twelve. Uh, yeah, eleven or twelve. Twelve and twenty-five years—that makes that makes you twenty-five and twelve, thirty-seven, right? Are you 37, Doug? You're not 37, Doug. So the fact you didn't know who Terry Fox was by grade 7, that's on you. <laughs> what? You wouldn't have known who Terry Fox was. Terry Fox was even probably born <laughs> at that time. Okay, sorry. I think this is a Mandela effect situation. We're going to need to check our timelines, figure out some things. In 1980. He ran in 1980. Yeah. Yeah? What, when did I... Yeah. He didn't run in, in 1980 with one leg having been amputated due to cancer, he embarked on an east to west coast across Canada. In 1980? Yeah. Okay, so how many years is that? That's... So when did I start high school? In 82? That's 44 years ago. That's when I was born. <laughs> you old bastard. <laughs> Listen, all these, we're just, it's all fucking uh, content. It's all okay, numbers. It's just content. Numbers and math is racist. Don't forget that. It's not Doug's fault. So 82, I started high school. Was that 82 I started high school? 81? Yeah, 82. So that would have been the year he was ran. I was in grade 7. I'm fucking right. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, that race hasn't been going on for 45 years. What race? The, the Terry Fox, Fox run. Well, who know, when did they... They didn't start it the day he was running or when he was running. I'm not sure how long. I think the year after because it didn't start that everyone was doing it. Certain people... I think we're doing it. It didn't and then become it eventually, a national thing. It didn't become a national thing until later, but there were people who were recreating it, I think, up to, like, the year after he died. He okay. died in 81. Yeah. So he was running, and it was in 80 when he was started that track across Canada. Yeah. I remember being in elementary school and learning about Terry Fox and doing, doing the run. I think you're both right. No, you just, I'm wrong. You need to I sit did, down I with a chalkboard. Wrong. I don't know. I was just figuring his timeline for his races. But. Ooh. So, was, yeah. So, so there. So, so there? Yeah, I, I remember a fucking that Mr. Teacher. Schwartz with the fucking toupee. Angry old Mr. Schwartz. One day he came in and his fucking toupee was sticking up like this and I laughed and he kicked me out. <laughs> By then it was gone. It was it's gone. like by watch, then it was already a lost cause, right? You ever watch Mister D? <laughs> uh, no, but I know. Oh shit! Know. There's there's this one kid in the class who's always snarky to him, and he says it to the office every time the kid talks. Like office, go now. <coughs> that was you. Yeah, pretty much. You were that kid. So here was a a question that I, I posed to Nat because we were talking about Led Zeppelin. We were talking about our favorite songs, and. Um, 
Who were we listening to? We were listening to, uh, we were driving along the road and the immigrant song came out and she skipped it. And I was like, excuse me? She's like, what? And I'm like, you don't skip the immigrant song. Put it back on. So she, she went back and we started talking about our favorite Led Zeppelin songs. And so I, I can't remember what she said her other favorite song was, but I came up with this idea or this this thing. So you're at a Led Zeppelin concert mm-hmm. and you get pulled on stage mm-hmm. and they say to you, okay, up next, we're either playing Cashmere or the Immigrant Song. Whichever one you pick. Do you know any other names of songs? Um, the names of the songs are fucking kind of out there. They're hard to to remember. Yeah, like, I remember Cashmere. <laughs> I remember the Immigrant Song. And she, like, she had another one, something Love or, or Money or something. I can't remember what it was. Um, <clears throat> but there was some other Led Zeppelin songs she liked. Mm. But it's like, they tell you Immigrant Song or Cashmere, pick one. And that's the one we're playing. We're not playing the other one. And then you have to go back into the audience knowing that they're only getting one of those songs. They're not getting the other one. Right. Which one would you pick? Cashmere. I feel like most people would pick Cashmere. That's like the... But it was like you could do that question with any band, any two hyper-popular songs. Like, which song would you want to be responsible for... Like they're not, not gonna, listening. Yeah. Everyone's going to be pissed at you <laughs> that they're not getting to hear that song. Mm. Yeah. It's just, you could do it with any band. Also, oh, I was, oh, I can, actually, I can do this one with you. Who are your three favorite bands? Oh, fuck. That's uh, impossible <laughs> to say. Okay, well, pick, tell me your three favorite bands off the top of your head. What's number one? Eagles. Eagles, number one. Good choice. Second choice. Queen. Hmm. Queen. Queen. Great. Pink Floyd. And Pink Floyd? All right. Here's Kiss. the here's the trick. Huh? Name. Kiss. Kiss. Okay. Well, I only got three, so. So uh, Pink Floyd was the third one, right? Yeah. Name six Pink Floyd songs. Another Brick in the Wall, Money, um, Run, um, Dark Side of the Moon, um, <laughs> That's four. Um, Got the wall, money, dark side of the moon, wall. Um, Any more? Not off the top of my head. That was like kind of the question because. People talk about their favorite bands, but it's like, okay, the first two, you're probably, you'd probably be solid for those other two. You could name six songs by now. But when a person gets to their third favorite band, can they name six songs by that band? Yeah. It's like, if you can't name six songs by the band, are you actually a fan of the band? Fearlin. But again, the, I can Pink think, Floyd. I'll eventually think of them. Pink Floyd's another one where the <laughs> names of the songs are sometimes a different little different than the, yeah, a little harder to to remember. Burning Man <clears throat> was that another Floyd one? Yeah. Like those ones you named by Floyd, those are probably the three I could name. The Wall, yeah, Money. Most of them are on the Wall, yeah. Yeah. Money, Dark Side of the Moon's different. Um, Shine on You, Crazy Diamond. I can think of a bunch of them. Good tunes. Brain fart. Let's see what else we got here in this. You're still on Terry Fox. 
<coughs> Good old well, Terry. That whole memory, that whole memory went. That that even happened. <laughs> oh, here's a fun one for you. <laughs> We've talked. I don't know where you're going to go with it. I've I have a new person to rag on. Name a celebrity you think is lame. A celebrity I think is lame. Mm-hmm. Like fucking. I don't know. Think is lame. Lame in the way of what? Well, I don't know. Like it, it doesn't even need to be lame. Just <clears throat> a celebrity that say other people love, and you look at it and go, "What the f- like? Fuck, really? This person? Why?" I don't know. Somebody you think is overhyped? I'll tell you who mine is. Give you some time to think. Billie Eilish. Man, fuck Billie Eilish. I'm tired of hearing about her. Is she a singer? She is. And honestly, I can't name one song by Billie Eilish. I don't know any songs by Billie Eilish. What I do know is that she always has a grumpy fucking look on her face. And that when she actually, you know, dresses like a human being instead of a mom going through (laughs) post-mortem depression... She's actually kind of hot, but she's like angry about being hot. So, so I was I was trying to think of like actors or something, actresses. But um, no, I'm you, sure Billy Eilish was on an episode of Criminal Minds at some point. Now that you now that you <laughs> do music out there, um, I, I I don't see this big thing with Jelly Roll or Post Malone. This big. Fucking everybody, they, they they have some, they're like some great singers or whatever, because they're not. Who's Jelly Roller? Jelly Roll? It's a big, huge guy. He used to be in jail. He's got tattoos all over his face. Uh, I don't know who that is. Country stuff or whatever. I know. Kinda like Post Malone. I know who Post Malone is. Yeah. And I thought, honestly, we, we talked about this in uh, a previous episode. We were talking about face tattoos. Mm-hmm. And I said, there's only one person who kind of gets a pass from me for face tattoos, and it was Post Malone, um, only because I saw him on Hot Ones, and he actually came across like a really cool, nice guy, not the total fucking douchebag he, he looks like. Jelly he Roll. That guy just looks like a fucking loser, well, like like Uncle Cracker mixed with a mullet. I, I mean, I'm sorry if that's me being judgmental, but... Uh, I feel like a lot of people go for sensationalism with their image because they're worried that their personality isn't enough to keep people interested. But I, I don't know about Post Malone, why he's got all the tattoos on his face and shit, but this guy was a real criminal in jail where he earned all those tattoos. Oh. Drug dealer and all the rest. And now he's come out and he's turned his life around. Praise God, blah, 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 blah. And now he's this singer and he's in the country singing. And, and everybody's like, oh, you know. Okay, it's a great story, yeah. but I listen to him sing. It's it's not great. I I probably auto tune. I don't know. A lot of the stuff you have told me about. Post Malone or... admits that he's auto tune. Yeah, he, he's, I mean, he was on Joe He's like, he goes, if it wasn't for auto tune, I'd be not like. Yeah, he knows <laughs> that, and he's humble about it. And that's that's one yeah. of the things I like about him. I, I I heard him on Rogan as well. I saw him on an episode of Hot Ones. I heard him on Rogan, and he doesn't come across like a total fuck fuck bag the way some other people have 
And I'm sure if I saw Billie Eilish on fucking Joe Rogan and got to hear her whole story, I might think, oh, wow, she's not the stupid bitch I thought she was. That's how I felt about Miley Cyrus. I didn't have a huge opinion of Miley Cyrus until I heard her on Rogan, and I'm like, oh, there's, a, there's layers to that onion. Dude, I was just going to say that. Let's flip it around the other way. Who did you never think much of, but now it's found out? Hmm. Miley's one of them. Miley Cyrus. And not not only her being on Rogan and, and now saying that she's now a carnivore. She switched from being a vegan to being a carnivore. Now she's feeling better and healthy and everything. But also, you listen to the songs she sings. And she's got, you know, her, her pop songs. But she's done some covers and she's done some, some fucking songs that are fucking really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did... She did um, uh, Deborah Harry, uh, uh, Heart of Glass, fucking phenomenal. She yeah. did it so well. Also, kickback to Blondie, uh, right? Kickback to what we were talking about earlier. You want to talk about someone with a gravelly voice? I don't know what it is, but something about her voice is sexy as fuck. I'll leave you boys. Oh. Good night. Good night. Right. Thanks for contributing. Uh, and happy birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday. Holy shit. I didn't know. <clears throat> Welcome. Probably voice who? Miley Cyrus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her voice is fucking unique, yeah. to say the least. Um, and I don't think it was always yeah, like that. It's fucking talent there. She, you know what? She's a great singer. She comes from a, a great family. And what she did... To escape her image, as crazy as it seemed at the time, the more time goes by, the You're more back. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. I, I know exactly yeah. what she did. And the th- <laughs> when she did that, the big thing that people were fixating on was the reaction of Will Smith and his family in the audience. When he, she did that shit on stage. What'd she do? Oh, oh fuck. The, the song with, uh, what's his name? Oh, fuck, I can't remember the name of the song now. She did a performance, and th- this was it was the first time she, like, graphically sexualized herself. Oh. Because she was always, like, the Disney princess. Mm. You know, she was... Um, Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana type shit. And she did a song. She did the song... Uh, oh, what the fuck is it called? With the guy, the son of the guy from the show... I can't think of any of these people. And Nat's listening to this podcast screaming right now because she knows exactly who I'm talking about. Oh, oh fuck. I can't remember. Everybody knows what the fuck Justin I'm talking Timberlake. about. Not Justin Timberlake. The other guy. His son. The, he's the son of the guy that was on that fucking white picket fences show. I fucking can't remember. It's driving me nuts. Jesus. Taint, uh, not Tainted Lines. Blurred Lines. The name of the song was Blurred Lines. Oh, hold on. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. It's coming back to me slowly. Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke. Oh. You know that song, Blurred Lines? Yeah, I think so. Everybody get up. Anyway, he performed that song with Miley, and she came out dressed up like a fucking, like a little kitty, all sweet and innocent, and then ripped away that that costume, and she was dressed like a fucking whore. She was dressed all sexualized. She was twerking. She was doing all this crazy shit. And it, it blew the world apart, broke the internet for back then. And it was this great reaction shot of Jada and Will and Jaden watching, and they're all like, oh, my God. 
Yeah. So that was when she kind of came out and she she shattered her innocent image and kind of took hold of her her sexuality and her whatever. And it was very, very controversial at the time. But, I mean, tons of people do it now. It's like, it, it, it's, fuck, it is what it is. And the whole thing went on while Fukushima was happening. I don't know if you remember that. Japanese nuclear plant that mm-hmm. melted down and all the freaking contaminated water was getting dumped into the ocean. Oh, yeah. So the whole time Fukushima was poisoning the ocean and like it was a Good giant place. event. The news was all focused on Miley Cyrus's twerking. Not a fucking word about Fukushima. I still remember that shit. That's what, that's almost 10 years more than 10 years ago now maybe. 12. I think that was in 2012. Hmm. I don't know. But yeah, uh, when I heard Miley talking on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast... And also, her episode of Black Mirror was decent, and she was pretty good in it. Um, right. She was going on, and she was t- t- talking about how she suffered brain damage as a kid, like an accident that happened while riding on the back of a dirt bike. Like, her dad had her on a thing, and he went to duck under a tree, and she didn't, she didn't quite make it, and it, it basically changed her personality. I mean, you take a, a hard enough hit to your frontal lobe, that'll fuck you up. And that's happened to a lot of celebrities. Roseanne Barr, uh, Sam Kinison, um, her. Yeah, Roseanne Barr got hit by a car. Roseanne Barr got hit by a car. Fuck Sam Kinison also got hit by a car. Uh, Miley Cyrus got smacked in the head. It's, yeah, like little, th- these things happen and it'll change a person's whole personality. Like Sam Kinison, um, his family said that before his accident, he was a very nice kid, very polite, no issues. He had his accident, and then he became like a fucking crazy. wild child. Yeah. Like, just pissing in public and doing crazy stuff. <clears throat> but, <laughs> great comedian. But yeah, so one of, the, one of the things that Joe Rogan did, I remember, is him coming a little bit to Roseanne Barr's defense when everyone was jumping all over her. He's like, you have to understand you're you're dealing with a woman who is her her brain has doesn't brain damage. She has brain damage. Her head doesn't quite work the way everyone else's does. And celebrities get a lot of forgiveness for shit right up until the moment they don't. And then everyone turns on them. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> but yeah, I'm getting tired of Billy Eilish Billy Eilish's miserable ass mug she looks so pissed off to to be hot and famous and she dresses half the time and i'm not i'm not fucking body shaming or whatever she's a gorgeous woman she's beautiful her she has nothing to complain about when it comes to her body but it's like she's pissed off that people like her because she has a gorgeous body and then she covers it up but then every now and then she dresses in these like insanely sexual and provocative outfits and it's like pick a fucking lane already either go and get chopped and desexified or just accept the fact that you're an attractive woman and people are going to want to look at you I don't know any of your songs but this podcast is named after her (laughs) already yeah I mean and, and part of me feels like if I'm talking shit about her on the podcast, then she needs to call in. Do I? 
Do I need to do the due diligence of actually looking more into her, listening to more of her interviews, getting a sense of who she is? <coughs> but, I mean, you got to find something real. I mean, at least when you, when you hear someone on a podcast, you get, especially Joe Rogan's, where it's like things get heated on there. I'd want to listen to her talking to somebody who's actually going to bring something out of her the way you got something when he was talking to Miley. Give me that. I don't know if you'd ever have Billy Eilish on there, but I'd be, I'm, I'm always willing to give people the benefit of the doubt. You probably would. And I, I can change my mind if, if I, I see something and that's what happened with Post Malone. I thought he looked like a fucking douchebag to be completely honest. And the, the Rogan interview, I, I got to see another side of him, and it was it was interesting. I don't care what he looks like or whatever. I don't have an issue with that thing. I just don't see... You don't see the, the level of the appeal? The value of his entertainment. I honestly could not name a single song by Post Malone. If I heard one, I might recognize it. But I can't think... I, even when Nat and I watched the, the podcast, I was like, I, I don't know any of his songs. Did you played one for me? And I'm like... I don't so, know if I've ever heard this. I don't know. Maybe I'm just out of touch. It's, and it's not. It's not. I mean, it's not like it's not because I I don't like his style of music or whatever. It's country, isn't it? Post Malone. Yeah. Oh, think so. I don't know. I think it's more. I, I I don't know. Here's here's a flip side for you. Can you think of somebody who you enjoy what they produce or what comes out of them? Music, movies, TV show, whatever. But you fucking hate them as a person. Well, it's all sorts of fucking actors like that. Oh yeah, like Leonardo DiCaprio. You don't like Leonardo DiCaprio as a person? No, because no, of the. I think uh... he's very fucking. I think he's very out of touch with fucking humanity and people, mm. and his whole fucking spiel on fucking climate change and how everybody's got to do all this shit while he fucking sails around on that fucking. Island-sized yacht with his fucking four seventeen-year-old girlfriends. Well, if you add them all up, fuck right off. Seriously, shove it up your ass, you fucking hypocrite piece of shit. So but he's, he's an amazing actor, and I'll watch every single fucking thing he's ever made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's kind of like Greta, in a way. <laughs> Greta Thunberg, whatever How's the fuck he her name is. Greta Thunberg? How because is she like Greta Thunberg? she says all this shit. You need to do this. You need to stop doing that. And then she's flying around on fucking private planes and doing is all kinds of shit. She's flying planes. She's I the, she was like fishing boats and trains and. Shit. There's been plenty of of stuff about her uh, doing shit that, uh, that goes right against what she's saying. It's, other people. It's, it's like it. all the fuckers that have flown to fucking Davos to stop climate change. How many fucking jet planes have flown to Davos to eat the best food in the world, to eat the best fucking shrimp and steak and everything to tell the world to stop flying and stop eating shrimp and steak? Fuck right off. You ever read or watch Zoo? Zoo? Zoo. I've been to the zoo? No. There's a book. It was called Zoo. And then they made a show based on the book. No. Never heard of that? Maybe. Basically, it's about the pollution of the world causing animals, all of them, to turn on humanity. Kind of like... Uh, I think I watched it. Yeah, you might have watched it. It was it was on TV. Yeah. But I, I read the book first, 
And then I, I tried watching the show and I was like, ah, it's just, I don't like what they're doing with this. It was too showy and not enough adaptation. Yeah. But yeah, all the fucking animals are, are turning on people. And at the end, they figure out reducing their emissions and stopping all the shit that they're doing will will eventually equalize things. If they stop pumping all the freaking pollution into the atmosphere and stop flying everywhere, driving everywhere. <coughs> so they basically unplug the world a little bit to try and switch things back. And within like a week, the main character notices that planes have started flying again. Not for everybody, mm. but for some people. <laughs> and they're making these excuses. And it's like, oh, well, you know, if you want to see your family, you know, we can arrange something for you to go. And he's like, no, as much as I'd love to see my family you got to stop doing this shit. We decided that if we want the world back the way it was, people need to stop. And they weren't going to fucking stop. They were going to just, just for us, not for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what that reminded me of. Right. Zoo. Written by, sorry, I don't know. Where were we? Do you know what Billy Eilish even looks like? Of course you do, Doug. <laughs> uh, let's see what we got here. She's got blue hair, right? Oh, yeah, her hair is always... Her hair is always green or blue, and she's yeah. never... I don't know if I've ever seen her smile. She reminds me of a lot of girls I used to date. They just look miserable all the time. Maybe it was because of me, though. I don't know. If you could pick a new first... Nah, I don't think we answered. We've done something like that. Pet peeve, do you sleep with your sheets tucked in or out? Do you ever count your steps when you walk? Everyone counts their steps. When you're going up a flight of stairs, you count. <laughs> Gotta throw a log on the fire. Throw the log on the fire. <coughs> Demolition Man. That's what that's from. It's when they burn the priest. You ever see Demolition Man? No. Great movie. What fictional character do you wish you could meet? Fred Flintstone. Did we do that one before? No. I honestly feel like I remember you answering a question saying Fred Flintstone. <laughs> well, fictional character. Corbin Dallas. Red Sonia. Red Sonia or... Um, what was the name of Valeria? That was Conan's girlfriend and Conan the Barbarian. Mm. I liked her too. There's this great scene. Because Conan is it's so much of its storytelling is silent. There's there's very little dialogue in it. And there's this scene that always sticks out to me, and I, I always think about it, where it's like a montage of how they're spending all the money they've made. Right. And there's this scene where the two of them are sitting there and she just like reacts really suddenly to something and like grabs a hold of Conan and hugs him. And they never tell you what happened. It's a very quick moment of just Valeria embracing Conan very tenderly. And I always wonder what did he just tell her to make her hug him like that? Cause it wasn't, I love you for the first time. It was like him finally kind of confessing some traumatic thing that happened to him. And I don't know. It's it's one of those things I'll always kind of wonder about, and I'm, I'm, I don't think anyone else has ever fucking thought about it. But yeah, 
stands out to me. Yeah. All the stuff that's un, untold or unsaid. Name a, name a number between 1 and 100. 23. Okay, we're going back. 23, 23, 23. If you could live in any TV home, what would it be? If I could live in any TV home. Don't say Fred Flintstone's house. You can if you want. I mean, but yeah, think of a house you saw on television and you thought, damn, that's a nice house. That's, well, a good, uh, you know, that's, a, that's a good question. You know who had a good house? French, French Prince. Of I was going to say, if after you answered, I'd be like, well, I'll tell you where my house is. Yeah. In, no, not in West Philadelphia. That's where he was from. Born and raised. On a playground. Yeah. His, uh, no, that was in. Uh, uh, Somewhere in LA. Beverly. Um, cool. <laughs> Bel Air was it? Bel Air, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. the title. <laughs> Hello. But yeah, yeah, that was a nice house. It changed a lot, though. I'm guessing you want like season three house, <laughs> where you could actually see outside the kitchen. <laughs> but you never really saw. That was one of those ones where you saw the set. But there's some other shows where the the whole set, like they make the whole house a set where you kind of can move through it. Um, but yeah, those those old sitcoms. It was just like. You saw maybe a room here and there. The living room mostly. Yeah. yeah. Living room the and kitchen. then you sometimes saw their bedrooms, the yeah. kitchen, out in the patio. Yo, Pops, you bust my duck. <laughs> That's still, to this day, one of my favorite episodes. When uh, Will and Carlton have a pool party. And then Uncle Phil comes home, stops the party, and the police get called. And they all end up in court. And they all tell their version of the story. And it's like, Will and Carlton tell it like Uncle Phil's this like rampaging, angry guy. And when Uncle Phil tells it, Will and Carlton come across like a couple of hoodlums. And he accidentally steps on Carlton's inflatable duck. Yo, Pops, you bust my duck. <laughs> Sorry, tangent. <clears throat> Having a moment. Um, this might be a, a cheat, but I love the... You never watched Supernatural, did you? That, um, I've seen a couple of episodes. That's one of the ones I really wanted to watch, but never, never had yet. Well, I can't remember what season. Th- it's this the happened. two brothers, right? That yeah, are, yeah, yeah, Sam yeah, and Dean. Yeah. They eventually, and, and they're there for like seven seasons at least. They discover this like bunker. That was used to be run by a society that they they realized that they're kind of um, like were born into, and they they work out of this this bunker with them. It's got a massive library and all these rooms, and it's it's hidden off somewhere like some offshoot of the highway. But it's such a cool set and such a cool setting. Um, them living in this bunker together, mm-hmm. and that that I think would be cool. I mean, I know that sounds fucked. Who would who would pick a bunker? When there's so many amazing houses, but I don't know that that stuck out to me as a really cool place to live. Hmm. Yeah, bunker life or Archie Bunker's house. <laughs> Let's try eighty-four. What celebrity? And sh- uh, no, we've done celebrity chefs. If you had no, no. What is your favorite thing about the beach? The beaches, if you know what I mean. 
Beaches to the left of me. Beaches to the right. Beaches in the water. They don't like the beach? It depends. I... I'm not what? a big guy to go to the beach and just lie on the beach and just not want to sit on the beach and just chill. No, I, I get no, that. I'm not. Not not all day. Some people want to go to the beach all day, all day, just lay in the sun on the sand. I I got like two hours max, and there better be some booze or some volleyball that I can watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, well, or play. play I mean, either. I like playing. I like playing volleyball too. Go snorkeling, but just to hang out at the beach, to hang out at the beach. Um, no, unless I'm like fucking looking for like shells and starfish <laughs> and shit. But no, I don't know. I'm not a beach guy. I've I've been to some beautiful beaches in the world. There was a beach in Nice, France, which was gorgeous. I loved it. The water was like Kool Aid blue. It was all rocks, like very smooth stone. There was no sand, and it was. Gorgeous. And then I remember going to a beach in Spain. <sighs> Probably one of the most uncomfortable experiences of my fucking life. Why? Everybody looked like an Instagram model. <laughs> like, <laughs> Nat and I were going on a three-week tour of Europe. This was before we had kids. This was like our last big hurrah before we decided to start having a family. We are like, let's plan out a three-week tour. And we went to all these beaches and all these different countries and all these different places, and I was fine. No problems. I was hanging out, shirt off, whatever. Tasty fucking Irish guy. Didn't care. Um, but we were in Spain, and we went to this beach. It was packed. There were people everywhere. And I'm looking around, and I felt like I was a fucking kid again in, like, a club in Toronto where you're just you, – you, people look at you like you don't fucking belong there. And maybe they're not looking at you that way, but you feel that feel way. Feel it, yeah. You, you, and it, 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 I just felt so fucking out of place, and I couldn't relax. And that even said, she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm okay. I just, I feel a little weird. She's like, why? What's wrong? And I, like, she just, I don't know. She, she didn't, she, I, don't, I don't think, maybe she couldn't relate at the time, or she thought it's all in my head. But I, I just, oh, I just didn't, I felt so fucking uncomfortable. It was the most uncomfortable. Just because all of them were all... Like, when I say Instagram models, I mean, like, I looked around and everyone was, like, again, we're in fucking Spain, right? Spanish people are gorgeous. Yeah, they're, all, they're all tanned. They're all tanned yeah. and they're all slim and athletic. Fitting, and, yeah. And, and I looked Muscular around. And... <laughs> yeah, all yeah, the things. Yeah, yeah. All the opposite of us. Things. <laughs> and, yeah, I could not wait to get out of there. I wanted to stick it out. For her sake, and to to like you know we talk about facing your fears. Fucking, so there wasn't a lot of tourists there. If there were tourists, they were tourists who were in Spain, and they looked fucking phenomenal too. I mean, I've been to plenty of beaches where I look around and it's like there's this thought in my head: Am I the fattest guy here? Nope. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> Am I the oldest guy here? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Good. We can work with this. I looked around that beach in Spain and I felt like fuck. Everyone is jacked, tanned, gorgeous. The, all the guys look like they just came from the gym. All the girls look like they're with guys who just came from the gym. <laughs> but yeah, that was probably my worst beach experience. And, and 
<laughs> I know it sounds like I was like body shaming myself, but I fucking can't help the way I feel. But at the same time, I didn't run away from it screaming. I tried to force myself to endure it to to get over it. You know, I don't think yet. <sighs> maybe I haven't. But if I ever went back, maybe I wouldn't give a shit. Maybe I'd just be like, fine, fuck it. Because when I was a kid, I had huge problems with that stuff. I, I wouldn't do half the things. Yeah, with beaches where we're going to swimming pools. I, I had all kinds of problems with, with feeling self-conscious about stuff that I've just gotten over it. And sometimes it, it crosses my mind. Right. But it doesn't bother me the way it used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like being on that beach in Spain brought me right back. Hmm. And it was like, shit, I didn't think I was capable of feeling like this anymore. And it was almost like... I've overcome this challenge, but now the challenge has returned and I will attempt to overcome it again because, you know, it's you never know when it's going to sneak back up on you. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think that was the question, but you know, we went there. Something about beaches, right? What you like about beaches. <laughs> I do like beaches. <coughs> I sound like, you know what I just thought? If I put a little bit of an accent on it, I do like beaches. I do like a beaches. If I go somewhere and I say, wow, look at these beaches. I want beaches, to, beaches. I could live with beaches all day. <laughs> I just, I, I find the beach and I, I say, what a nice beach. I spend all day with this beach. <laughs> okay, I gotta stop. <laughs> We're at the two hour mark, my friend. Okay, well, I just, let's let's just end it with this, uh, this uh, little clarification about the Death Star. Oh, 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 oh. I told Matt I might not talk to you about this. Since all you stupid little Star Wars twerps, the Death Star 2 was the second Death Star battle station in the construction of the Galactic Empire. It was the same size as its predecessor, measuring 160 kilometers in diameter. It was built after the destruction of the first Death Star in the Battle of Endor. Nope. Nope, Battle of Endor was the third Nevin. one. Nevin, yeah. Nevin in the first one. Yeah. Endor in the second. Third. So I was wrong. However, Dougie. He was right. Nope. Because I will tell you something that I found out earlier last week. <laughs> I was talking to a young man who's also a big Star Wars fan. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mentioned our conversation. And he said, well, actually. Oh, and no he started way. talking. <laughs> he started talking about either one of the shows or one of the games. And that a part of it was where you would find bits of the Death Star that had crash-landed on planets, chunks that had blown off. Right. And that people were scavenging the blown-off uh, chunks for yeah. parts. So there is a possibility that they would there would be people scavenging those parts and then selling them back to the Empire. That was a little bit of a stretch of what I was going at. Yeah. And, and I mean, the more you talked about it, the more I thought, I'm like... The whole introduction to Ray in Episode Seven is her scavenging parts from a crashed Death Star mm -hmm. or a, a crashed Star Destroyer. So, while I don't think they brought in a bunch of big chunks to to, to weld them back together, <laughs> I mean the possibility does exist that if there were components that survived, or there were leftover parts from building the first one, and I mean one of the arguments you made is how could they have done it so fast? First time you do something, it takes you X amount of time. Second time you do it, you've got the kinks worked out. Well, it was all for content anyway. 
It was all for content. It was a fun argument. And, and I mean, it's funny that you would come and say, oh, actually, you know, I, I saw this and maybe you were right. But I, I tried I saw... my hardest to find something to back up my theory. Anything. Some weird down the fucking rabbit hole. I couldn't find anything. So I was like, okay, just give up. Well, here's the thing with Star Wars. <laughs> so... There's so much content between the, the movies. Yes, everyone knows the movies, but there's games. There are books. There are there's so much shit, and again, the the moment I, I brought this up to another Star Wars fan, the thing they said made me go, "Oh fuck, really?" <laughs> because I mean, it's not so far fetched. I mean, the, again, parts of it maybe components, but the majority of it would need to be freshly constructed. So let's just say that as a way to try and help the Star Wars community, rather than shitting all over each other over things you don't quite agree on, just look at your person you're talking to and say, hey, I like Star Wars. Fight. Do you like Star Wars? Fight, fight, fight. Pound it out. Oh, here we go again. Because everybody loves a nice set of tits. just teed up by now, but... (laughs) Are you trying to get the song ready? Yeah... You got this. I don't know where it is. That's okay. I'll try and entertain everybody. It'll be on there when it's, uh, you know, you're listening to it. Oh, that's true. You can kind of just, uh, that's the thing I forget sometimes. We can just kind of edit around stuff if we really need to. But yeah, you, you find that. I'll keep everyone entertained. What the fuck is that? Is that your TikTok? You million dollar man TikTok? No. Showing everybody the Miles and Biscuit scene. <laughs> oh, man. Look at that HD quality. Hey, Jackass. Give us all your stuff. Oh, I should probably put the hey, mic closer. You can't even hear it. You listen to music. You find it yet? Oh, how did you get one of those to work? Hi, Gossip. You kill a kid. Oh, oh, why am I killing a kid? Okay, wait. We can share it. Oh, he's got it. We don't have to report to anyone. Well, that's not it. That's one of my favorite friggin' clips. I gotta ask you a question. Though. I want you to be a. I want you to be a hundred percent honest with me because I've always been curious. But in that moment, yeah, when you were saying that, I'm never fucking serious. Ever no, no, no. In my whole life, that that that's what you're asking. Were you a kind of no? I'm just I'm just curious. Were you actually kind of pissed off at me? Like I, I mean, we just met. We didn't know each other. Yeah. And and I'm I'm at your home. I was doing a bit, and I I, I like an idiot and waving around it. Even if it is a prop gun, and I know it's unloaded, I was I waved it at you and unintentionally. And I've always wondered: Were you like just I was? A little... I was I was mocking somebody else in my life, actually. Really? Yeah. Who were you mocking? I'm not going there. Okay, don't, you don't have to go there. Um, but I've always been a little bit curious. I'm like, ah, oh, man. Uh, ex-family member. Oh, yeah, I know those fucking types. Yeah. I, you believe me. There's a lot of stories <laughs> that I'd like to tell or a lot of stories that I, I tell but I don't name certain details. <clears throat> I know what it's like <clears throat> to navigate that shit. So don't, no worries. Um, but, yeah. So, no, it was all a bit. Well, it was fucking effective because if you ever watch the video – 
there's this brief moment where it's, yes, it's through the Pugsley mask, but you can see this bit of fear where it's like, <laughs> I'm realizing, oh shit, I pissed this guy off. And I recognize it in my face because I know me. I know, and I remember how I felt. I'm like, oh, fuck me. I, I may have really pissed thought, this guy off. I thought it was a great joke. Well, I, I again, I look back at it fondly, and I mean, I don't think we'd be here right now if that was really the case. Have you got it? I don't know. We'll see what, we'll, All right. we'll see what this one is. Here we go. Is that the, the old clip? That's the clip from the other time when you played it, right? Yeah. I feel like you little... you, you sent me like a, a you were going to expand on it. You sent me a, the first kind of draft of I the... Never ex- yeah, I, I wrote up a whole... You never you never inputted it? No. Why not? I don't know. Here's the mug. Here's the, the mug. mug you weren't going to bring. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I still have it. I still have the mug. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know if I want to open that that can of conversation, but it, it's it's a question of is it offensive to use it or is it offensive to not use it? <laughs> and I, I wasn't honestly, I wasn't sure. And well, that's a, that's that uh, Christmas lights around the corner there. Yeah. It's almost like a, I don't know, I don't know, I don't want to offend the 12 people that listen, but it's almost one of those questions I'd, I'd like to ask because, I mean, nowadays people are so fucking touchy about everything. It's like, if a, if a lesbian gave you a coffee mug that says, I love lesbians on it, is it offensive to drink out of that coffee mug? Because your friend gave it, like, because you're not a, a lesbian. A lesbian or, gives you the coffee mug. A lesbian that, gives you a coffee mug. Would it be offensive for you to drink out of that mug? Yeah, you have a so friend. did a black guy give you that mug? <laughs> <laughs> to clarify, my secret Santa <laughs> got me a coffee mug of Santa Claus, but it's a black Santa Claus. Which... <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with it. I, I, we can cut this out if you want. No, nah, I, I don't know. We'll talk about it later. And I, I didn't think it would be offensive to drink from the mug because it was a gift. But then I thought to myself. Who gave you the gift? It was a secret Santa. I, I don't, know. don't know who did. I'm not sure who it was. Um, but the, I do work with some black people. So it could be that one of them gave me the mug. And it's like, oh, okay, thank you. This is cool. It's a nice mug. It's Santa Claus. No problems. But then I thought to myself, if I'm sitting here drinking out of this mug, is there going to be some fucking person who's all like, did this person expect you to go to work with this mug and keep it at work? I I, I don't keep a mug at work. Mm. Uh, I don't drink a lot of coffee at work. If I do, I I buy it Mm. and I drink it out of the disposable cups. 
so I don't know. Honestly, it might have been a regift, which begs more questions. Um, <laughs> but it, it was like the the Christmas mug I got. Doug was showing me his Christmas mug, and I'm like, "Here's the Christmas mug I got." I'm not sure if it's going to cause a fucking national incident if I'm drinking from this on the podcast. I don't so think, why would it though? I because mean, some there's people out there that literally they'll take any little thing and they'll it's completely innocent or it's it's not meant to be a cultural appropriation it's a cultural appreciation and they twist it the fuck around and i'm not saying people out there would do that to me because <laughs> what i got to i got to read you something i was writing it was uh there's this this video these videos i see of people going like you know i'm a single mom that means i do this and then they're walking again i'm a single mom that means that this happens and it's like they're walking they say kind of the thing that they are and then some thing about that i wrote one of those or i started writing one for podcasters <laughs> and it was this whole list of things i got to try and find this now it's it's here somewhere I did it pretty We're recently. We're in the Patreon. Uh, we are in the Patreon. Timing. But it's fine. Unless, uh, unless Dr. Sleep is, is starting to hit. I know I got it here. Oh, okay. Here's the list. I'm a podcaster. I mentioned my podcast awkwardly in conversation, hoping you'll ask about it and listen, but you won't. I'm a podcaster. <laughs> a dozen of my friends told me they listen, but only four people have actually rated on Spotify. I'm a podcaster, which means my wife has binge-watched 147 hours of Chicago Med, PD, and Fire, but has only listened to eight episodes of my podcast halfway through. I'm a podcaster, and I marvel in the fact that I can say all the offensive jokes I want, and no one gets mad because no one is listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a podcaster, and I have 62 ideas for merchandise, but don't want to spend my own money to create them. I'm a podcaster, and I love knowing that I might not find my audience until I have 700 episodes. I'm a podcaster. Silence. Oops, just did half an episode without the sound recording. <laughs> and that. Yep. I'm a podcaster. When people ask if I make any money or have sponsors, I choke back tears and sorrow. And uh, what's this last one? I'm a podcaster. All my equipment is secondhand, broken, or outdated. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, when, when that one... Uh, what is it? I marvel at the fact that I can say all the offensive jokes I want because no one's listening. There you go. I mean, bring the mug. Is that episode twenty-one? The mug. <laughs> and then, like, on, I we should just have boob mugs where you drink out of the nipple. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's heading there. I mean, if we eventually ever did get a sponsor and they were a bit on the raunchy side. They're like, hey, we'll provide you with mugs, and if you for every episode where you drink out of the mugs, we will. We're sponsored by OnlyFans. Where are OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> clip that. Definitely clip that. And on that note, <laughs> move north. Buy a truck. Get somebody pregnant. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs> I'm